Rob Hirschfeld, CEO and co-founder of RackN and your host for the Cloud 2030 podcast. This is a great example of a podcast that digs into news of the day instead of the scheduled topic. Uh, and this news was about Twitter and what is going on in the social media landscape. We have a fantastic 2030 style conversation, not specifically about Twitter, or even its new owner, it actually is about social media and what the needs are, how people think about social media, what societal purpose it serves, and how do we construct the back ends to support those systems. We talk about alternative platforms, we talk about historical platforms, we talk about the objectives and benefits of a social media platform, including content moderation and who pays for it. Overall, a fascinating conversation for everybody who's consuming social media. Uh, I know you will enjoy this conversation. The, the Twitter, the Twitter implosion, um, being the, the, the top of, you know, it's just, it's weird how fast that platform has gone to feeling really both empty and unfriendly. Well, I mean, if the, the, the nature of the platform pretty much changed overnight, um, like it, if he who shall not be named, because I don't want to give more <laughs> exposure, uh, had just purchased Twitter and not made radical changes, then Twitter would have continued being the platform that it was before. Uh, but the, like the, the fact that the that they even changed the nature of the verification that you now can buy your blue check mark, it completely <laughs> defeats the purpose of that. And what but before was by some treated as a platform for official communication is now just a room full of noise. I think it's indicative not only of Hellion, but the vibe, the general vibe of the state of the world. It's it's a harder, more edgy, I don't know, dip your toe in the water again kind of thing. I I agree with Klaus. It's 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 lost its its it's lost its voice. And the the, the more critical thing that I see is that the people leaving Twitter are not flocking towards any other single platform. Like, uh, and, uh, like for in the tech community, I see a lot of um, content generators and and, and such uh, just moving towards distributed uh, systems like um, this. Uh, mega something. Um, oh, Mastodon? Uh, Mastodon, yes. Uh, which is, I mean, it it is great for proponents of distributed platforms. Um, it is great for um, for applications where you are looking to more tightly communicate uh, with your, a specific audience because the, the audience then seeks you out. This is similar to <laughs> like Discord. It, it's, well, it's, and at that point, it's it's hosting a website and a blog, right? With with a with a comment yes. with a with a comment channel. Yes. Yeah. Uh, like again, just like Discord. Like it. So we're starting to see. Uh, I think a phase that 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 began 
again years ago with, with with Discord, but but now it's coming to a peak, I think, where um, content generators are no longer aiming at a global audience anymore. I mean, there, there are some that still do, like like you still got your TikTok and your Instagram and, and whatnot. Uh, but there is a clear divide now, or or a growing divide between basically the, the influencer type generators uh, and the domain specific generators, which then again the to say like I I have my 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 group of people already. I'm just gonna pick up and go somewhere else. It. It, what you're, there's an interesting thing that to me you're highlighting in this with content creators versus news. Um, because like if if I'm if like with Mastodon or or any of these things they end up being very um, opiniony. Like content creation yeah. is in a lot of cases opinion. The night, the Twitter, the thing I'm, I'm realizing, Twitter actually had a mix, a, a good mix in my mind of news versus opinion. Like I wouldn't, I, you know, I, I guess I don't subscribe to newspapers that are only opinion pages, but I like opinion pages in the, in the newspapers I read. So I get, I get news and analysis right now. It feels like we're only at the, you know, it's all, we, we, we're switching into, you know, only opinion. I, for something, but even Mastodon, I'm like, I, I want to actually be part of a, you know, a tech community somewhere um, with news and, you know, in hot takes and, you know, a bit of both. Um, the real well, interaction. There, there's a lot of people moving to TLDR, but I, I think part of the reason, and, and I may, it just may be a personal opinion. I think a lot of us in the tech community went to Twitter because we wanted a broader audience as educators or as empowerers or as, I wouldn't say influence to the same degree as like, I look at TikTok as an influencer platform, not as a mm, meaty conversation kind of platform i could be wrong about that well i mean sometimes you get a thread that's actually really thought-provoking okay maybe i need to TikTok more or my talk oh, no sorry not to sorry I, I thought you were saying twitter sorry i, I missed yeah that. no twitter yes no i was talking about twitter no no tiktok tiktok is all like bite-sized entertainment it, i don't right um or or and the technical stuff I see produced for it, which is sometimes good, um, is still it very uh, it has a motif. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's very, it's very self. Let's let's call it uh, self-absorbed. <laughs> everything that almost everything that comes out of <laughs> TikTok is you know it's about me. Um, it's very, there is no sense of, of interaction or, or kind of collective, collective, uh, collective con consultation or collaboration. It is, it's very, very self-absorbed. Um, and, you know, Twitter, I, in many cases for me, because I was on it very early, was um, a way of finding a few people who were quite engaged in some particular uh, areas. And I found communities and many of the people that I know around some of the cloud community, I met first and interacted first on Twitter. So, you know, I, I see the value of it. And quite frankly, the way I use Twitter, I try to bypass most of the, the completely horrific crap that's, that 
that's been on there for quite a while and and not to mention just the quantum leap in crap that has has happened in just the last few days it's um it's it's uh, it may be something that we have to kind of accept and build and 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 mourn quite frankly it may it may be it may be it may be gone morning morning is is an important part of the process you're right it is i mean and we've had that happen before yeah but you know i'm very curious to see whether microsoft is not going to pick up this notion and move it into linkedin i hope not I hope not too, because there's a lot of fake on on LinkedIn but, but, as yeah. well. But like the value yeah. of LinkedIn is already being debased by yes. by by the addition of, of, of so much attempt to social mediaize it. Uh, yeah, but, uh, I, I agree. But you have to look. I, I'm sort of looking at somebody's going to pick up on this notion that Twitter is dying a death by a thousand. Must cuts. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I I I wouldn't I wouldn't say death by a thousand cuts. It's, it's more about like death by single atomic bomb. Starvation. Well, well it's, I said it's, must it's, cut. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's 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 a combination of of starvation and and just turning off the. I mean, it's turning off the spigot. Um, yeah. Well, I guess I would have a, uh, I have a hard time, I have a hard time believing two things about that Microsoft would try to jump in there and in any, in any way. But the second one would be LinkedIn as the vehicle just doesn't seem, doesn't seem likely, doesn't seem appropriate. Um, I don't, I don't, um, well, I don't, I don't know. I, Is there a particular reason why you think this, Joanne? Yeah, rumor mills are grinding. Um, but look at the way LinkedIn <laughs> is morphed into, into audio and video and, you know, new capabilities with very old technology. And, mm. So I'm looking at it from the point of view of it's going to be a major meta is not going to do this because it has Mm-mm. no way to do it. Right. Um, so they've, some, they've already fouled They've already fouled their nest there uh, yes. in too many ways. Exactly. So somebody, you know, one of the bigger players is definitely going to start thinking um about this in a more significant way. I mean, I personally, I hate Discord. Um, I don't like the way it runs. It just frustrates me to no end. Mastodon, I haven't gotten to yet. Um, the whole, was, you know, yeah, pardon? Yeah, yeah um, Mastodon, if there were a now, I've I've watched Mastodon for some years. If there were a means by which um, you could do a better job of finding ongoing communities, ongoing conversations um, in Mastodon, it would it would serve. It would yeah. It would it would it it would be sufficient. But as it's set up now, I think I've as i was listening to you as i was joining it is it is presently a place where kind of an existing community probably formed in some other some other location can Mm -hmm. find a place to have a have a kind of a continuous interaction and and kind of run with a a flow of conversation much as many of the twitter and twitter lists uh have but they don't, there's no way in which, there's no easy way in which a, a Mastodon community can kind of make itself known to a, a, a larger community. That's what yeah. 
Yeah. And that was the beauty of Twitter. I mean, for me, it's not mm-hmm. that I am, um, I'm not a huge tweeter. I used to be. And I found it was a big waste of time in a lot of ways. Um, it Because you can get very easily distracted. And mm. I got better things to do with my time. <laughs> but, yeah. but I don't know. You know, it's weird because I was actually hoping that uh, a friend of mine started a, a blockchain company called Reliably Me. And um, they're, you know, for social good and whatever. And basically their premise is to give people who would not have a way of showing their credibility uh, a method to gain credibility. Like think of young people, don't have a bank account, don't have, you know, want to get my first job, need to show some form of unreliable I'm, you know, straight up, straight shooter, whatever, Mm -hmm. that kind of thing. And we were discussing the idea of doing a Twitter (laughs) lookalike, excuse me, on the chain years ago. And so I was speaking with him recently and I said to him, you know, if Musk buys Twitter, we're definitely going to Mm -hmm. have a, a void. Why wouldn't you use reliably me for that? Because then you could verify and validate the accounts, the users, um, and give you know creators not necessarily a way to monetize their content, but rather to show that they are actually an SME or actually have experience in an industry, not just you know Joe Blow kind of thing. Mm-hmm. What and was his response? Um, that the cost of using the blockchain for it would probably be exorbitant. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way: you you wouldn't want you wouldn't want the actual entries, you know, the the small, you know, these these tweets or the the tweet equivalent. That's not something that necessarily wants to belong on the blockchain itself. The individuals, the identities, and then perhaps you know, collections of or threads or or conversations of some sort, maybe. Right. But yeah. Yeah. Be far yeah. too expensive. Although now the question is with Ethereum being what it is, um, you know, going to to the um Ethereum. proof of well kind well, of, keep a, going. A proof Sorry. of state. Sorry, yeah. Proof of proof of stake as the basis for identity, you know, establishing yeah. a kind of a minimum minimum kind of a minimum one time subscription, if you want to think of it that way, to establish you know bona fides, and then yeah. going from there, might it might work. Well, I was trying to figure out which of the social platform tools one could use to put the two together. I'm going to get my, mm-hmm. my not just my identity verified, but my authenticity and my credibility mm-hmm. verified through reliably me, and then link it somehow uh, into something more geared towards the social conversation. Right. Makes sense. But I don't know that you could do it fast enough now to subjugate. Put it into the market. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Somebody will come up with something, I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. Probably somebody that's got one a comment that uh, I was talking to Mike Manny about about this, and he was actually recommending um, counter.social, but his uh, I'll give him full credit for the the thought is that um, it's just too there's too much overhead. Right. Mastodon, the challenge with Mastodon is you have to pick a server to join and there's a just that one act. It's it, in some ways is 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 more overhead than people are ready for. 
And I'm, I'm, I'd be worried about the same thing with anything that's built on a crypto is that there's an assumption that you're going to get and manage your keys. Um, and then understand how to move them between systems. And I, we, have, we have issues with that stuff that's not particularly well resolved at the moment. Well, considering well, the open SSL thing, no. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, I, I even like using a password manager. Um, I you know, one that's a pain in the butt. Um, helps me a ton, and I'm glad to have it. But oh my goodness, um, you know, I I guess maybe the password managers would would be the logical place to start carrying some identity or for you to make this easier. And it could be easily. There's no reason it shouldn't be based on blockchain. Well, Rich, wouldn't would you agree with the 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 notion of using a tokenized system? Mm -hmm. Absolutely. You don't have to put a stake. mm -mm. No, you don't have to put a stake. You have there there is a you could use a tokenized system. Most there there are a couple ways of of doing the identity kind of some of the self-sovereign approaches to establishing an individual's identity or the a valid a valid or a validated identity whatever mm-hmm. and and then go from there yeah you, you, that's that's certainly possible um i think it comes back though to the the question of What's the nature of the of the infrastructure that runs this huge micro blog, you know, inter interleaved and interconnected conversations that, you know, you don't want to create another um, infrastructure like Twitter's in order to scale and and be performant. So it probably has to have some sort of federated approach to it and the question that i guess i have is uh, you know um, am i ready for for a uh, a dao to to run this thing am i ready for someone to you know, basically establish franchises for it so that um it gets established throughout communities and um it it starts to look starts to look surprisingly like a like a blockchain community once again of you know nodes that are in mm-hmm. communication with one another and mm-hmm. um, federate the um, the interaction and the the exchange of information amongst and between the the various participants. So um, there's there's some. There's, there really does need to be some thought given to how you would build such a thing, given what you know about the difficulties that Twitter has had maintaining what they've done and mm-hmm. scaling it in any real way. One of the big problems with, with oh, yeah. varied content like that, however, is content continuity. Let's say I, I, I'm on, on, on your server, Rich, and I, I get content mm-hmm. that you have, but right. I then move across the world to Rob's server, and his server uh, is not peering directly with you. Your content mm-hmm. is suddenly not there for me, even though I knew it was there. Um, it, now, it has to be put together. It has to be put together in some sort of, of mesh that, you know, by kind of joining the basic party, um, there's a there's an agreement as to, you know, if I become aware of somebody who's placing content on or groups who are doing something on Rob's uh, on Rob's node, it it doesn't. Um, it is uh, 
possible to do this. And basically what I would suggest that you think through is not uh, is not unlike uh, routing, you know, the kind of routing tables and, and yes. things that we have in networks right now to establish a, you know, oh, yeah, I can get to that. I can I can pull data. I can pull information off of Rob's Rob's server as, as soon as by whatever means I become aware that it exists. Which, I mean, hmm. yeah, kind not of easy, describes, but it's doable. It kind of mm -hmm. describes the internet then. Um, uh, yeah, but it at a at a you know kind of a little bit of a different level. You no. Know, um, no, I've been actually working exactly in that whole notion of, um, I wouldn't call it, I, I, I hesitate to use the term data mesh because that now has a, a very specific meaning, but these are, these are meshed, you know, think of them as meshed repositories of, of information that have a, a particular kind of organizing structure. And once that's done, then you can decide to you know either constrain the constrain the conversation to a private group and and do what you want or need to do and that with that regard or you know run it wide open and i think it's possible you know, i i i i, I hmm. see the, the the problems with adoption uh however on the other hand <laughs> uh i also envision it as being necessary to to take that kind of model in not necessarily in the near future but like i i i am continuously optimistic that that, that humanity will reach other planets and that we will and stars maybe but the, the whole point mm -hmm. the, the whole issue with that as well is again like the like even right now that let's say we colonize mars there there's just what uh, hours of lag time um so we would we would not have near instant access that we have now to oh them. not at all yeah so, so you'd, be, you'd be looking at the the 20 minute lag time exactly yeah, yeah. so tackling that beforehand by mm -hmm. basically having you know Going on with your terminology and adopting a little like content mesh, uh, and, and, mm -hmm. and having also the the tooling in place to reconcile content gaps, uh, mm -hmm. it, it would certainly be welcome by, by me. Um, the the difficulty would be uh, again given that we are currently limited to a single planet network where access to content is or at least feels near instant uh it, it, it yeah, would be hard to convince people that there's a need for that right now i i, I once wrote a a, a short piece mm -hmm. about near enough to real time <laughs> uh, yeah. uh, and and that's what we're talking about it's kind of the the appropriate and sufficiently sufficiently current sufficiently real time nature of of conversation and it's uh yeah it makes a, a lot of sense Klaus. um uh, of course there's I, also go ahead no i was just going to say you know the the notion of you know kind of the the interplanetary <laughs> the inter interplanetary content mesh um yeah maybe maybe shooting a little bit too high here but um i guess i'm i'm also i'm of, I'm of the opinion that something's going to fill this gap that we're oh, yeah. you know, talking about but i don't i you know right now I, I, I'm, I'm personally willing to kind of sit back and see who's going to, who's going to show up with, um, with the moral equivalent of Twitter, you know, going to, uh, 
South by Southwest in, you know, when was it? Oh, 2006, yeah. 2007, because that's where it all started. Yeah, I, it was fu- it was funny because I was just hearing an ad for Foursquare, which is now a location oh. company. They yeah. like they right. they were super darlings in that in that South by Southwest. And then, you know, interestingly enough, they're still still uh, doing their thing um, location wise, at least good pivot. Um, right. But is there a so I, boy, I have a ton of questions. Is there um, let me let me put them on the table. Um, one, is there an early mover advantage? So, you know, are people who jump in early to a platform going to have an advantage in rebuilding a follower account? Because, right, that's a, there's a new level playing field happening in that case. And um, maybe that's the, the best, that's, uh, maybe that's the simplest starting point. We've talked about stuff like this before. Are you talking right. about an early... An entry advantage in an, as a provider or as a participant? As a participant. I, oh, interesting. I was thinking participant. I'm thinking that's provider. What I, that's what. Yeah, that's why. That's why I. Why, that's why I asked the question. Yeah, that's no, because I mean, I look at it like. First of all, I think the next place he's going to try and charge is log in with Twitter. Excuse mm-hmm. me, which makes perfect sense to me because everybody does it. Um, but oh. I was thinking more from the discussion of the architecture, and I'm sorry, I'm not quite at interplanetary yet. Um, <laughs> but on a federated architecture, I'm mm-hmm. actually thinking more like Tor. Think about a permissioned Tor that would have the, you know, um, validation through a blockchain and then actual transmission via Tor where you can get almost immediate access providing you have a node or you have global nodes, which could easily be set up. I mean, if you use data centers that exist all over the world, you know, hello, Mark, get me wherever I need to go. It's cheap, mm-hmm. it's quick, it's easy. And then the guy who will make the million bucks immediately is the guy who figures out how to take all your followers with you and automatically that set them is, That's, yeah. Well, there are two things on that one. And just to, to add the footnote, um, yeah. the, the idea of logging in via Twitter, basically creating a you know, a mirror of your Twitter account, but it would have to be, there have to be some sort of verification, you know, of identity. Otherwise, you know, somebody would, would play some different games. Um, I think that's, yeah, uh, it's both brilliant. It's also obvious. The idea of being able to move your follows including those that may not yet have shown up on this new service <laughs> and yeah, then, yeah. and then, and then taking along with, with you, your, your content, your yes. publicly available content, right. all of which would have to be. And so far, just given what I've listed and what you started out with would ad- here to and and be reasonable under um, personal information regulation like GDPR, because yeah. all of the things that we've just described are in line with those kinds of, of regulations. So mm-hmm. I I you know I see your I see where you're going with that, and I think that those are kind of while they're not. They're not the killers. They are. They're more than just necessary, and well, they're more than just sufficient. I think for success for a successful, you know, next generation version of this this medium, I think they are mm-hmm. necessary. And I think you've hit a couple of really good ones there. 
But the one thing that I, I think is missing, though, is that I feel like the solution or the, the alternatives that we've discussed right now don't meet the interaction type that Twitter has given its users in the past, which is relatively high frequency, high frequency, ultra short, like bursts of interaction. Like you, it's it's really just a stream of hot takes, uh, and or, and. Mm-hmm. Well, well no, look be... at, at, at Tor as yes, as a, as a content distribution system. Yes, you, you could get access to the content, but but it doesn't suit itself for doesn't. like I get a right. a, a notification, I look at it for a couple of seconds, I'm done with it, and move forward to the next thing. Mm-hmm. So right. it it's that's it, the and it's not system. Slack, and, and and it's and it's not it's not the Slack form of drop into this channel, you know, kind oh of goodness. walk into a, a conference room. It it has to be it has to be in in a a broader, you know, kind of open open mechanism. Uh the filtering has to be set up differently as opposed to, you know, walk into this um kind of closed closed community. But yes, I it's Slack, completely Slack agree. Had the opportunity and and their Mm-hmm. friggin' ridiculous auth system where you had to join all these committees communities explicitly completely right. broke right like i mean yeah that, well it wasn't designed oh, so it wasn't designed this way it and and when when anybody tries to set up their their slack channel for you know a a group of users a community of interest it just is painful as hell i mean i look at that that growing list of of slack channels that i've signed up for and then you know i just want to shoot you know i i I want to you know (laughs) blow them into 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 you know such a lost such a lost opportunity such a lost opportunity yeah you you Uh, want to bolts a big problem with Slack communities is that unless you're using their app explicitly, um, right. you're, you you're out. you need to remember yeah. the, the the addresses of the, of the communities in order to to return to them. Yes, yeah, and it's yeah. and it doesn't tra- it doesn't it doesn't bring you into different platforms either. Uh, yeah, integration like like it, like it doesn't very like wide. if I switch to my phone or a new laptop. I am setting up all those things. They're getting a little better with it, but not much. It's really I, I, painful. No, they shot themselves in the foot. And, and, and the bigger yeah. thing also is that you cannot consume the content from a community anonymously. No. That's oh, like, yeah. that's a good point. Really yes, that's right. Reddit, you can do it, but but not Slack. Not uh, yeah. not not even not not even Mastodon. No. I, it's an interesting thing because you're you're yeah no it's the There's ability no to read anonymously like in a, in a sense 4chan is the closest thing to twitter that we have now like if, if twitter were to go, go away oh my and, and, and it's a horrible thought yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, but you're you're right you're, that is about as close as we have Hmm. It's a it's a so one of the things we talked about before was um code of conduct, right? The thing that's interesting about Mm -hmm. Mastodon is that we had identified code of conduct as actually a real value proposition with this. In that, right? Because we're we're talking like you can't read, like you conceivably, I guess you could it'd be have, you could have Mastodon servers where reading was, I don't know, but reading was, was permissive, permitted, or we, it's not, it shouldn't be a hard ad. And we had talked about strong code of conduct being an attraction. And the thing, one, like for virtual spaces, one of the things that's interesting mm-hmm. to me, because in a, in a virtual space, you very clearly are in somebody's environment or space, um, which in a way Mastodon is inviting you into a, a 
a virtual property. But it's funny that that we're not as, I'm not as interested in that now that I'm faced with needing one. Um, for for all for the the way we were describing it. Can we go back to the days of IRC? Okay. <laughs> And so in what way? Yeah. Um, uh, it, so I, I see, like, comparing, I, like, I, I see Mastodon uh, as a, or, or, or even, like, um, uh, Discord as, as, t- uh, as serving the same kind of communities that IRC uh, served, which was again like uh, selective channels, um, chat-like interaction, um, and you ha- and you have to connect to specific servers to um, interact with them. So it's not a global availability. Or I, I I kind of feel like okay. I IRC gave you still gave you a fairly reasonable discoverability. The the one thing that that was missing though, and the or and maybe that is not necessarily a bad thing that it doesn't have it, is the 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 history is entirely client based. Like your history is what, like what you see is based on whether you were in a channel or not at a particular time, Mm -hmm. which it's something that I, 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 I'm, I'm starting to get even more like over time. I'm I'm getting sad to that, that social media uh platforms don't have the option for that anymore like the because it 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 did it, it does reduce the noise that you receive yet yes there, there's a chance that that you miss some content and and i i can see that is legitimately why social media platforms don't give you that that kind of functionality but yeah. on the other hand is that there's there's the the fact that you see the content that was there when you were present uh, so it's it 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 felt more personal yeah okay. it it it, it, it by analogy, you know, if I were wandering around in a, in a, in a large plaza with lots of, um, you know, there are people standing on soapboxes who are basically in the in a publishing mode, you know, putting out there whatever it is that they wish to, um, and I don't have to identify myself in order to kind of stand there and listen. Or and you know, be aware of whatever it is they're saying when whenever they're saying it. I I have the ability to to filter or make a selection. But this whole notion of being able then to uh, either interact with that individual or uh, with a group of individuals about you know in in a thread in a conversation and have some continuity. Once again, it's a it's a foreground background type of, of situation. It's a it's a filtering uh, approach, and the difference between um, going in and getting everything after well after the fact. It, it, it's it's diachronous. It's not asynchronous. It's you know there there are two notions of time that go on. In, in what you're describing, Klaus, it's um, I can see some things in in near real time or in if it's if it's being 
put out there in the form that that uh, that it persists, I can go back at some you know later date and follow up on and kind of review and read kind of roll back time um, to see what's what someone or what some group of people were were saying to one another or in response to one another. So there's a there's an aspect there that um, uh, you're you're absolutely right. I I you have to kind of eliminate the notion of the of the bulletin board or the 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 conversation or the meeting room um, and be much more you know facile with um, the notion of of um, filtering selective you know selective selective listening if you want to think of it that way tuning in so i just put a quote in the chat which is from like 2004 when i was talking about rss mm -hmm. and that later became twitter right and I think going forward, if you if you can, whoever brings this architecture that you guys are discussing forward, the issue is still content moderation. Yet with, mm -hmm. if you read what's going on with voice, if you can voice the same way as RSS works and have voice to text translated for you, that's part of how you would mitigate some of the risks of recreating a Twitter or a social network like. Yeah, we haven't really discussed the idea that, you know, the the media, the, the medium that is used relies so heavily on text with kind of ancillary add-ons that are, you know, graphic photographic audio video um, yeah. that's a question that I um, I don't know that I'm ready to to tackle at the moment but um, I, I I see what you're saying about RSS and as a as you know as a way of kind of watching the river watching the stream that they you know people um, who first started using RSS uh, were trying to to promote. Uh, it's closer to what we're discussing. Uh, if the it's simpler. Mm -hmm. If mm -hmm. content moderation and simple is important. If, if content moderation is a key part of what what we feel that that Twitter had provided and, and, and is gone now, and we're looking for that in a decentralized replacements. Um, I am not very confident about that then. Uh, like we, we are in the dark ages of online politeness. Like it, it, like, it, it, like uh, indirect, indirect interactions online be it via Twitter or, 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 or other social uh, media, mm -hmm. have become a lot more polarized uh, and a lot more hostile towards outgroups. Mm -hmm. um, which is, again, like why there, there's been a, a lot a lot of loss for the past couple of years about content moderation and, and, and Responsibility, responsibility as to who uh, needs to uh, moderate content, uh, aka the, the content uh, hoster. Yeah, I mean, I mean, content content moderation starts to enter into exactly the the point that you're coming to here, which is, you know, I, is there responsibility for what? You know, if you join a moderated community of some sort, uh, is the moderator uh, 
does that moderator by by virtue of you know some sort of an agreement have a, a kind of responsibility for the the content that gets gets distributed and i mean this is the whole fcc rule 230 uh, kind of situation where yeah. um you know you have to come to some sort of um either official or ex officio approach to to that which says um um this is this is where not just accountability uh, lies but responsibility lies well, it's not 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 just that but even if the marketplace within the legal rules uh there's mm-hmm. a question as to whether the moderator is biased um if, exactly. if there is a sure. bias by by the moderator uh, they bias, have the yeah. power to suppress content that would have what always still be legal be pre- but does not Agree, yeah, it's not so, agreeable to the, the moderator themselves. Yeah, it, 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 you're never going to get rid of bias. The question is, what do you do about it? Do you, you know, are there measures of bias? Are there, you know, are, is there an obligation to be unbiased? What, you know, it's kind of like, here are the like, rules. Right? I mean, that's, sorry, say again. or an appeal process. So one yeah. of the things that would yeah. work, you know, that, but, to me, there's a. I have a different question where, than where y'all went. Sorry to interrupt on it, but mm-hmm. um, so is moderation paid? How how is moderation paid for? Right? Is it does it have to be ad supported? Is it something that you know? Would you no. pay? Would you sign into it, a platform where you are paying for the moderation for of that? Like like. Um... You might sign in. You might sign in to the service for you know for uh, you know a very very modest sum, and moderation is you know a way in which um, it is paid by kind of reduction of fees. You know, it used to be uh, way 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 back in the early days of AOL um, forums, their 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 lists. Moderators uh, got on board because AOL said we'll reduce or eliminate your AOL fees if you if you will take on the role of being a moderator. <laughs> hmm. Okay. I I got a feeling the that that kind of approach will will not work in. I doubt it. I don't think it would. We're. Uh, not to, not today. I'm just I'm just saying there are there are ways in which one should be thinking about compensation in in kind somewhere yeah. as opposed to you know, well, some other means. I mean, if I got going, sorry. If Reddit is an indicator, uh, then moderation does does not need to be paid. the 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 biggest the bigger problem though is that. Um, the appeal process when moderation shows a clear bias is like it's currently broken. Uh, and I see, uh, Joanne, that, that you uh, propose NLP uh, as as a potential solution. It would be great if it worked. Uh, unfortunately, it, it currently does not work. Uh, like if you look at the um. And, and that is largely be, be, because it is extremely difficult to 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 match uh, content uh, against a moderation list. It, it, like the the it, it's the same problem as with spam, right? Like it, it's yeah. Klaus, I I don't disagree. I'm I'm thinking there's three AI technologies that I've been looking at very closely. One in the NLP category, one in the sentiment analysis category, and one that kind of blends the two together. And I'm thinking about what technology you could put in place to sort of on a cascade basis, reduce the amount of human interaction that's needed for moderation. How how sophisticated are the tools? How well do they work? Could you clear let's say 50% of moderation risk 
and cost by using those tools. Oh, certainly, yeah. Like, like auto moderation, when it's applied well, um, does eliminate uh, easily ninety percent of the effort needed, uh, and the majority is is that of the work is then focused around outliers and uh, and, and the appeal process. Right. Um, but yeah, ultimately, the, the the ultimate problem though is that uh, we're still back to um, this needing to be supervised and on, on, on supervisor bias. And uh, I mean, honestly, I, I'm seeing a lot of parallels between moderator community and. Uh, and political behavior these days. Sure. Uh, and and we 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 we're seeing what, mm. what how um charged the political scenario is globally, not not even just in North America. So, um, like I, I feel like the golden age of social media is past, and we we're not mm. going to get. Uh, the experience that twi Twitter had like a, a decade ago, we're, we're not going to get it back. It's uh, too fragmented. I I I think the 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 conditions are 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 gone that that made Twitter possible. I'm I'm not a hundred percent sure that I agree that the golden age has passed. I think like anything else that's evolutionary, we're maybe because of the circumstance of of Musk buying Twitter at that trough of discontent, like, okay, we're 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 waiting for the next big thing to come. But I think generally most Twitter users are fed up with the with the hate. Mm -hmm. That's true. And I think we're looking for the kinder, gentler, mind your P's and Q's, be a human being kind of platform where we can continue our discourse and not feel so threatened and not feel like, I mean, one of the ideas that I was talking with with Alex was, you you misbehave on a public platform, you're going to be called out and shamed. Is that the way to stop some of the chaos and the hatred and the vileness of the rhetoric? I don't know. But it's a thought that's being bantied around. Um, this is, yeah, I, I, maybe this is part of the experimentation, right? You were talking about the golden age and we, we might actually not be even, you know, we're, we're in the, the prehistoric age of, of social media where we understand yeah. that it's, it's right. Like nuclear power. It's like, we know how to build nuclear stuff, but we don't know how to do it safely and without without leaking and and blowing up. And maybe what we what we're witnessing actually is um, the the social media equivalent of somebody taking over the the Chernobyl site moments before. It, <laughs> um, uh, I mean, because that or we've right? invented the answer. Well, I mean, what what's what happened to Twitter is is that we actually observed it cause all sorts of really significant societal harm. Yeah, and it was sort of like figuring out what to do. It's very hard to reinvent yourself, especially when they're not that profitable. And the people who took it over were like, "I actually want it to continue to do the harm that it was doing," and. And so, right, that's it's sort of like, oh, that's not a bug. That's a feature. And I think we're all like, oh, wait, 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 you're, you're not fixing it. Um, maybe that's a, maybe a very harsh uh, analysis on it. But 
we we are out of, but out I would of time tend to for agree. the discussion. This this is a this turned out to be a, a well of a topic <laughs> and a whale of a topic. Oh boy. It was um, it had the scent I, of musk. I, I did. I did have one funny comment to, to throw back. The conversation moved on, but I, it's, if I felt very pertinent on um, moderation, if moderation is paid for by advertisers, then in some ways it's the moderators who are choosing. They're sorry, the advertisers who are determining how the moderation works, and we actually see that on Twitter, right? The Advertisers have pulled back because of their concerns about moderation. And if Twitter wants to be ad funded, then they will ultimately have to, um, you know, uh, facilitate the advertisers' moderation requirements because they're paying for it. It will. It will also mean that there's a risk of, of moderation being biased in favor of advertisers. Right. Or, or at least biased in favor of the source of money. Or alternatively, moderation becomes a service disconnected from revenue. No matter how much you pay to be on Twitter or advertise or whatever, you can pay your influences, you can pay your whatever, but moderation is like a... a a glass house. It's based on policy. It's based on, you know, etiquette, ethics, uh, whatever, whatever. And of course, led by technology so that your, your sponsorship and your, your revenue stream is not tied to, to it. So you don't have brands influencing moderation. I think people want to, I, this is, I, I, I really think we are, you know, interestingly enough, this is, we we're back in the experimental phase to we've learned something from social media and um, we're going to have to figure out what, you know, all, everybody mourning Twitter was so great. Um, you know, we're in another experimental phase. And I, and I think we covered some amazing ways that that experiment could be better. Uh, and it could be that VR and distributed ledgers are essential to the next, the next thing. I I, I kind of get God, the feeling might that, be, that might be right. I, I kind of get right. the feeling that if we are moving towards distributed content discover, discoverability is going to be the 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 lynching point, like the the main part to where there will be a, re, a revolution, just like Google did it for search. Yeah. Actually, that's a likely player. I, I, and for exactly that reason. I, I, I wouldn't give put it past Google to try to, to go back into into the into the field. I I, I would certainly not trust uh, not trust them though to, to stay in the field. Like Google Plus and, and, yeah. and that. <laughs> Like they, 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 they have a very short attention span with, with their products. Yeah, I, I agree. But I mean, I guess if you looked at Google chat on cloud or edge, you might already have half the infrastructure in place. That's if you trust Google. And on that note, I got to jump. So I will <laughs> no, speak with you all next week. Fascinating conversation. Thank you. Take care. Cheers. Thanks. Bye. Ciao. I can't think of a more typical Cloud 2030 conversation where we really look at what's happening in technology and spaces today and fast forward into the future to look at what the needs are, what the drivers are, how we are shaping uh, society by our technology and how technology is shaped by our society. Um, really fascinating conversation. And if you like this and want to be part of it, come join us. We're having these roundtable discussions. Everybody is welcome to participate and we want to hear 
your opinions. Join us at the 2030.cloud. Make this podcast and this roundtable part of your social media diet. Talk to you soon. Thanks. Thank you for listening to the Cloud 2030 podcast. It is sponsored by RackN, where we are really working to build a community of people who are using and thinking about infrastructure differently, because that's what RackN does. We write software that helps put uh, operators back in control of distributed infrastructure, really thinking about how things should be run and building software that makes that possible. If this is interesting to you, uh, please try out the software. We would love to get your opinion and, and, and hear how you think this could transform infrastructure more broadly, or just keep enjoying the podcast and coming to the uh, discussions and you know laying out your thoughts and how you see the future unfolding. It's all part of building a better infrastructure operations community. Thank you.